Join over 350,000 people just like you who are taking control of their wellness journey with Viome. When it comes to choosing the right food and supplements for you, don't guess, test. With Viome's health intelligence test, you get over 30 health insights based on your unique biology and your gut microbiome. You also receive personalized food recommendations and precision supplements formulated literally just for you. Use code GENIUS to get an extra $20 off a health intelligence test. Visit Viome.com to shop now. Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Before we begin, a note from our sponsor. I'm Richard Jacobs, Executive Director of the nonprofit Finding Genius Foundation and host of the Finding Genius Podcast. In late 2016, I was rear-ended at 65 miles an hour by a truck on the highway, which sent me off-road into a ditch. The impact of the collision gave me a concussion and other injuries. At the hospital, a CT scan showed that I had thyroid nodules, which turned out to be cancer. It was then, when I had a biopsy in my neck, that I realized, even if I was a millionaire, I wouldn't want a second or a third biopsy due to the pain and the invasiveness of it. And appointments at that time for thyroid experts were three to six months out. And I was worried about dying now, even if that was irrational. So because of this, I've decided to raise money to conduct a literature review on steroids, on the causes of anxiety and depression a condition that affects well over 50 million people in the United States and hundreds of millions worldwide. Our goal is to create a codex, a guide that reveals all possible treatments for anxiety and depression for people that live with the condition or for loved ones that have it, as my wife and my son do. To find out more about our fundraiser, visit FindingGeniusFoundation.org and click on Current Initiatives. And now to our guest. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. I have a returning guest, uh, Naveen Jain. He's the founder and CEO of Viome. I've used Viome in the past to order uh, and learn about my gut microbiome, and it seemed to be a pretty cool company. And uh, I spoke to Naveen a while ago. He's, he's more informed, I would say, than a lot of uh, CEOs I've spoken to that deal with gut health. He seems to really, really be into this, and uh, the passion of his is what I gather. And I hope you'll feel the same. So welcome, Naveen. Thanks for coming. Well, thanks a lot, Richard. It's really a pleasure and an honor to be with you. Yeah. Well, tell me, um, you know, for people that haven't heard you before, tell me about your journey. Like, what, what got you interested in our microbiome and caused you to, uh, you know, start and or run Biome? Well, you know, in some sense, every time you start a company, I don't look at here is the technology that I'm really excited about. I always start with a problem that I'm absolutely obsessed about solving. And let's just get out of the way. I think a lot of people are told that, you know, you have to have a passion for what you do. And I really believe the passion is for losers and passion is for hobbies. The person who really are, is dedicated to solving a problem has true obsession to solve that problem. And to me, it, the whole journey started about, it started out about six and a half years ago when my dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And I felt that this was just a problem that we need to solve. 
And it started to think about that. Why do people even develop chronic diseases? And, and this is a mindset of a naivety where you start to question like a two-year-old. Why does it happen? Why do people get obese? Why do people have diabetes? Why do people getting heart attack? And it's not that you have a plaque in the artery. The question you have to ask is, how does it happen? Because this human body is designed to heal, heal itself. Why is it we are developing them? And why is it happen when you, as we start to get older? What is changing in the body? And what if we can understand what is changing in the body that's causing you to have these diseases? Then we can probably prevent it and we can reverse it. I mean, I've got one, I've got one comment here. Um, I think if we got or if you got scientists to say, when they say human body, they don't just mean our somatic cells, but they, they include the microbiome, the fungi, yeast, viruses, bacteria, et cetera. And they call that our human body. I think that alone would be an advance in thinking. I think most people, when they say human body, they ignore all that. Well, the point is, we as humans are really a walking, talking ecosystem. Most people believe that we are a product of our DNA from our mom and dad. What most people may not realize is 99% of all the genes that are in our body, that means all the DNA in our body, 99% of it does not come from our mom and dad. They come from microbiome that is gathered, that is in your body after you are born, during when, when you're going through the birth canal. That is when you're first time being exposed to microbiome. These 100 trillion of these organisms that live in our gut, in our mouth, in our nose, ears, and all over us. And that is that walking, talking ecosystem is what we call the human body. So human body is really about 99% microbial and 1% human DNA sprinkled on it. You could argue that, you know, we, now if you look at from the, their perspective, they think the humans are just a host. Humans are just a portal for them to be carried around so they can dominate the world. So if you look at from the bacterial perspective, they were here three and a half billion years ago before the humans were ever, ever even created. And you could argue that they actually may have thought about creating humans so they can actually dominate the world. We go everywhere by paddle and we poop everywhere so we can spread them around. But in all that's really interesting. No, 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 that's very interesting. I do know one scientist that has the exact same outlook. He says that, um, you know, the, the three or four domains, you know, bacteria, viruses, eukaryotes, phages. et cetera, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. phages, right. Yeah. The whole goal of life is to perpetuate these four types of life. And we're just a uh, sophisticated, uh, you know, to-go container for them. That's basically, you know, look at it this way. They control everything in our body. Now, look at inside the human cell. Inside the human cell, several of us probably know from our high school biology, there is something called mitochondria. That's energy factory. Mm. That is a separate DNA away from our mom and dad inside our cell. Think about that for a second. That is you, that, the theory is that was an ancient bacteria that's captured inside the human cell. So even they are inside our cell. So if you think about if they were creating a human as a host, what was the first thing they would do? They will infiltrate our cell to make sure one of their potential ally is inside the cell that is producing all the energy for the human cell. They can communicate and tell that, hey, these guys are not behaving properly. Shut them down. They put a direct connection from your gut to the brain that actually through the vagus nerve. 
So that means they are now controlling how we feel, our mood, everything that's happening in our brain. They have a direct connection to our brain and controlling that. Right? Now, coming back, anyway, we, I think we digress to the basic point here. The, no problem. And the question... The question you were asking me was that what got me to start this company? And to me, everything you do in life, you start with a mission and you have to have a mission that matters to you. And our mission at Wyom is very simple. We want to understand what causes people to be sick so we can prevent and reverse chronic diseases. Mm. So now that we have been doing this for six and a half years, we have analyzed over 350,000 samples. And here's a very interesting thing that came out of that. When people actually go do the test, first thing that happens is we tell them what is happening in their bodies. So you go to ym.com, you buy a kit, you give us a touch of your stool, a spit of your saliva very soon, and a few drops of your blood. And now we're looking at all the human genes expression, not the human genes, how they are expressed. Because remember, your DNA does not change when you get sick. So if you do what to do my DNA today and I gain 400 pounds, my DNA is still the same. I become diabetic. My DNA is still the same. I get depression. My DNA hasn't changed. I get a heart attack. My DNA hasn't changed. And then I die. Even if you do my DNA 10 years after I die, my DNA is still the same. Think about that for a second. We can still look at the DNA of a dinosaur from 65 million years ago. Mm. If DNA can't even tell you that you're dead or alive, how will it ever tell you you're healthy or sick? Right. That hmm. is the fundamentally what occurred to me six and a half years ago, that what is changing is not your genes, but what changes is your gene expression. And what if we can measure the gene expression? We went, found the technology that was developed for biodefense work at Los Alamos National Lab. We got the exclusive license to the technology and we started bio. So now that is, so now just to give you an idea, what we are measuring is your human gene expression and all the microbial gene expression. So remember what I said, we don't look at what just what the microbes are in your body. We tell you what they are actually doing because what matters to our body is what these organisms are doing, not who they are. Once you do that, once we analyze all of this stuff, because remember, there could be two microbes, same microbe in your gut because it's a good environment. It can do something good. And the same environment, same organism in my, my gut, which is a toxic environment, may do something totally toxic. So when people are actually taking these probiotics without knowing what's happening in their gut. So there are some companies out there you might know who sell acromancia as a probiotic. They think, oh, mm. acromancia is a probiotic because it does something good. Guess what? It is the number one organism that causes Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and MS. Same organism. Or in some some people, it may produce butyrate that is anti-inflammatory and good for you. So without knowing and treating your body like a black box is actually harming your body. Interesting. So what Um, we do is very different. We actually analyze you. And uh, so a couple of things. Once Once you send the samples to us, what do we give you in return? We tell you what's your biological age. So for example, I'm 63. My biological age has now come down to 50. That means now my body is same when I was 50 years old. That means now I have more energy than I had when I was 62. That because I have now reversed my body's biological age. We give you your immune health. That means how well are you protected against say cold or flu or God forbid the C word, right? Yeah. We give you your gut health. 
We give you your oral health, your gum health, your teeth health, your, your heart health, your brain health. And we give you your cellular health, your mitochondrial health. And then we don't say good luck. Then we tell you, don't eat broccoli and Brussels sprout. You may think it's really healthy food for you, but for you, it is not healthy right now because your sulfide production in your gut is too high. We tell you, hey, don't eat spinach right now. Even though Popeye told you spinach is healthy, I'm telling you the Popeye <laughs> was not a sign. It's not healthy for you right now because your oxalic acid is not being metabolized. Oh, interesting. So, so did you, uh, quick question, you, you went through this process and of course. Like, what did you, I, you know, I, I want you to continue, but what did you experience over time as you went through this process? So I've been doing this for now four years. And it's really interesting. My wow. food recommendations are constantly changing. Every, every six months, I do a test. And that sometimes my foods that were good for me are no longer good for me. And things that were bad for me are now okay for me. And that is how body constantly adapts. So for mm-hmm. example, when I started, it told me not to eat broccoli and cabbage and Brussels sprout. And uh, you know things like apple, because I had an apple virus. Now, it told me, hey, your ammonia production is too high, causing a lot of inflammation in your body. And we see it's coming from protein fermentation. That means the protein that you're eating is not getting digested. So you should take a digestive enzyme with the protein or don't, take the, don't eat so much protein. Now, it goes through and say, hey, don't take vitamin B3 right now because it's really harmful to you, even though most people think vitamin B is good for you. Vitamin B3, nice and actually not good for you because your uric acid production is too high, is going to convert into gout. Don't take curcumin or turmeric, which everyone tells you is healthy for you, anti-inflammatory. Right now, it's no good for you because your bile acid production is too high. Don't take NAD or NR or NMN. Everyone says it's going to be wrong because a lot of people are buying these supplements because yeah, your cellular yeah. senescence is... Well, guess what? I have your cellular senescence, yeah, that's the problem. If your cellular senescence is too high or inflammation is high, you shouldn't be taking that. And then we tell you exactly what you need. We tell you you need 22 milligram of uh, elderberry. You need 29 milligram of berberine. You need 79 milligram of amylase. And we literally go through every vitamin, mineral, herbs, digestive enzyme, amino acids, probiotic, prebiotic, everything that you need in what dosages. And then we go a step further. We actually have a compounding pharmacy, a robotic compounding pharmacy that makes those capsules with only those ingredients, only in that dosage and ship it to you. Think about what's happening. How how often does that happen that you uh, you guys change up the mixture? Every month, when you, every wow. time you do a test, every time you do a test, we say, this is what you need now. So every time your body Pretty is cool. changing, we constantly have to, yeah. So hmm. we tell you exactly what foods you should eat and why, what foods you should not eat and why, and what supplements you don't need, what supplements you do need, and you can buy them from us and you're done. Without, and, without revealing too much of your proprietary work, how do you do that? Oh, it's very simple. So it's basically a robotic uh, facility with the bins there. And it says, go to bin number 23, get 22 milligram from bin number 23. Go to bin number 17, get 18 milligram. Go for this bin, get it this much. Collects the powder, one shakes the powder up ultrasonically, and then puts them in a capsule and shifts them after you. Well, what I meant is, how do you know that, you know, in your, what's, what's your analysis so, like? You know, if, if oh you can God. say, like, how do you know absolutely, that someone Absolutely, absolutely. Of course. So think about it. We are analyzing all the genes that are, what genes are being expressed. And then when we know what genes are expressed, we can say based on the gene expression, you are producing this molecule. 
So for example, now we can say you are producing too much of LPS and not enough of butyrate. But because LPS causes inflammation, butyrate is anti-inflammatory, you're not producing. In that case, we say, okay, we now need to give you this prebiotic based on what organisms are in your gut performing functions. And this prebiotic will get them to perform a, a butyrate function. You need now, we notice that some of the pathways that are highly active will only be active when you have vitamin D deficiency. So you need enough of vitamin. You're not taking enough vitamin D right now. A quick scale, like what, what is the, the crappiest probiotics I could take and what's better and what's better and what's better and what's better? I, I would consider you guys top of the scale. But if I was to say, I would say like, you know, just off the shelf stuff that's not refrigerated is probably the crappiest. Then maybe the next level is refrigerated stuff. Then maybe the next level is tailored what? stuff that you guys are making. Like, what would you say is the order? Well, it's not about, it's not that. It is, of course, you want the stuff to be highest quality, period. But it's not that. It is about, even if it is the highest quality, do you actually, by taking it, are you harming yourself? So you can take a absolutely refrigerated acromancia which may actually be really bad for you. And I don't care if it is the highest quality, it is still harmful to you. In fact, it is more harmful to you because it is more effective. <laughs> okay. So you're, so you're better off taking, if you're going to take the stuff that's harmful to you, you're better off taking a shitty stuff because at least it's not doing any harm. Right. So the question really is not about the question. What you have to do is find out what is good for you. There is no such thing as universal healthy food. There is no such thing as universal healthy supplement. So anytime you're mm. putting this stuff in your body, like a black box, think about it. I mean, would you treat your body like a black box? Keep throwing shit inside and hoping something good will come out of it. Because everyone's of our body is so different. We have a completely different microbiome. We have completely different things in our body. And how can we assume that everyone is good? Even 2,500 years ago, remember someone says, one man's food is another man's poison. Let food be thy medicine, right? right. All diseases begin in the gut. You know who that was? Hippocrates. Did Hippocrates say, I know he said, let food be thy medicine. Did he say, and he also said, disease all diseases in the gut? All diseases begin in the gut. So if you want to just Google wow. all diseases begin in the gut, that's the man, uh, same, same guy who said that. So point I'm trying to make is that we should not be treating our body like a black box. Don't guess, test. Because once you test, you know what is happening in your body. And that's the only hmm. time you should be putting this stuff in your body. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. So what are some of the, you know, I know everyone's different. Every situation is different, et cetera. But what are some testimonials that you've gotten or stories Oh from uh, you know, from customers that you're like that surprised even you. So honestly, we have now analyzed and said over three hundred fifty thousand samples. We hear from people every day, hundreds of people telling us, "Hey, I no longer have uh, eczema or acne. I I sleep better than I've ever done. I've lost twenty five pounds. I no longer have depression or anxiety. I used to suffer. I used to have just so lethargic and always tired." I have full of energy. I no longer have a brain fog. My stomach used to hurt. I used to have constipation and bloating and all kinds of issues with the gas and they're no longer there, right? So these were all the symptoms of the inflammation in the body. And when you get rid of the underlying inflammation, these symptoms go away, right? And that is the thing that you, we're realizing is the thing that surprises us a lot of the times are what these microbes are constantly doing. So in a sense that 
if you were to just look at some of the recent research, one of the research just came out was they took the people who had cancer and they gave them immunotherapy. And it works for about 30% of the people. Other 70% did, it did not work. All they did was change their gut microbiome. They did a fecal transplant. And suddenly the mm. immunotherapy started working. Just by changing the gut microbiome, the immunotherapy that did not work started working. They did it last week. They published a research. They took the mice. They took the young people's poop, put them in the old mice, and they started to have young people behavior. And then you took the poop from the old mice, gave it to young mice, and young mice started exhibiting the same age-related age related diseases. Think about that for a second. So mm. if your gut microbiome is actually is controlling so much of your health. So we are not just looking at your gut microbiome. We are also looking at how it is interacting with the human host. That's the reason if you look at our new test that we're launching next month, that is called full body intelligence. It looks at the saliva, which is the top of the tube. Remember the human body is like a donut. There is a tube that goes through us. So we look at the top of the tube. We look at the bottom of the tube. We look at the other side of the tube. And that's how we know from the top to the bottom and the other side, how all these things are interacting with each other. I don't know about you, Richard. Did your mom ever tell you to eat slowly and chew your food? Yeah. My dad told me that. Yeah, more than my mom. Okay. My dad always said okay. So tell me, why would she, why would she, why would he say that? Well, I think they said to help you digest, you know, to digest better. Actually, one, one funny thing you'll like is yeah. when I eat, when I was younger and I would eat with my, eat with my parents, you know, I'm always yeah. impatient. Yeah. And we would eat and my dad and my mom would sit there after dinner and talk. And it was so boring because yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. I said, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. And my dad said, give me a few minutes to digest. And I would yeah. tease him and say, dad, you can't digest in five minutes. And he's like, just, yeah. just relax, you know. Discover how your gut microbiome is impacting your cellular health, immune health, and how you're aging from the inside out with Viome's Health Intelligence Test. Collect your samples, send them to the Viome Lab, and within two to three weeks, your health scores and food and supplement recommendations will be available to you right in your Viome app. Visit Viome.com and use code GENIUS to get an extra $20 off your health intelligence test. Well, it's very interesting, by the way. So eating slowly, the reason is not because, and I think they were absolutely right that it helps you digest. You know why? Because when you eat your food slowly, you're allowing the saliva and oral microbiome, which is, you know, trillions of microbes in your saliva, in your mouth, to allow them to pre-digest your food. So when it goes in your stomach, the, you know, uh, in your intestine, they can start to get the nutrition out of it. Mm. Right? So it's a pre-digestion that happens actually in your mouth. And then it gets actually digested. You know, some nutrients get absorbed in the small intestine. Then it goes to the gut where the microbes actually now get a shot at it. They eat mm. this stuff. Like, for example, all the fiber in the, uh, in the food, our human body is incapable of digesting fiber. It goes to the microbes, they eat that, and they, in turn, they feed us by, with this short-chain fatty acid, right? So it is literally a symbiotic relationship. We feed them, and their poop we absorb, which is good for us. So they produce our butylate. They produce our vitamins. They produce a lot of the stuff that our body needs. It tells our body, hey, there is a problem here, do this, or there is, this is what's going on. They're constantly talking and interacting with the human host. So much so... so I'm going to give you one thing, brother. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Okay. When the baby is born, the first few days of the mother's breast milk, it only contains oligosaccharide. That is a complex carbohydrate 
that cannot be digested by the, uh, the human body. It can only be digested by the microbiome. So mm. imagine what the nature is telling us. We just created an offspring. Instead of feeding it, we're going to feed them so they can take care right. of our baby. Think about That's that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Why, why do you think like with you and I'm sure with everyone, why would certain foods be good for you now and not six months from now? Like literally what has changed in of your course. body to cause that? So think about what happens when you eat certain food, that food is being digested by a microbiome. So if you're eating one type of food, you're actually allowing certain microbes to thrive and other microbes to die. And, the, and basically they're performing some function that allows them to digest the food and output of that, whatever the food you're eating them, whatever comes out of it is what your body is absorbing, right? So now think about if I, my, I'm eating a lot of broccoli and Brussels asparagus, thinking it is healthy for me. My microbes are eating that sulfate and producing a lot of sulfide. Sulfide causes a lot of inflammation in your gut. And you can keep doing it. And guess what happens? You, you gum, your gut gets inflamed and now it becomes leaky. And now you have all the inflammation going in your body and you're constantly having all these issues. And you keep telling yourself, God, what can I do? I'm eating so healthy. I'm vegan. I'm eating green stuff that my mom, my mom and dad told me. I eat spinach, broccoli. I hate the shit. I'm still eating them and I'm still sick. And guess what's happening? The food that you think is good for you is actually harming you. Now, let's assume you stop eating them. So the microbes that were actually thriving on this are no longer getting fed. So they die away and no longer that sulfate actually is being converted into sulfide. Then now six months later, when you do a test, we say, look, now you, this sulfide production is low enough. You can start eating broccoli if you want. Right? So what, 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 over time, what you're, you're satisfying the, the needs of this pathway or you're establishing yeah. enough bacteria that this pathway now is being serviced properly. So now something right. else needs to be addressed. That's right. And that's literally how it's like a tuning your car. Every year you tune your car and you just have to tune your body. Just a complex car that every twice a year, you absolutely look at the stuff. What is, what is not working well, what's not working well and you keep fine tuning. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay. So, so any, any other, um, so you've got a lot of great stories from customers. Is your model, like what's, what's now, do, what do you need to do to refine your treatment model now or your supplementation model? What, what are you looking at next? It sounds like you're not just going to give up on one thing, but you're always going to oh, keep no, innovating. No. So, you know. so we actually said we are launching now next month, we are launching a couple of things. The number one thing we're launching is this full body intelligence that collects both saliva, stool, and blood. And then we're launching another test so this came as we were analyzing all these people, we, our AI started to tell us, look, we can simply find out which people have uh, cancer and which people don't. And we said, wow, that's pretty interesting. So we actually did a clinical research and took the data to FDA. And FDA gave us a breakthrough device designation. What that means is FDA telling us no one has ever done this before. And we are able to detect just with a spit on your tube. And we're launching that test next month. It's called cancer detect. And just spit in a tube, and we can now tell you if you even have a earliest stage, stage one oral cancer or stage one throat cancer, 95% specificity, we can tell you that you have a cancer or you don't have a cancer, right? Now, imagine now we are doing further down. We are now looking at esophageal cancer, stomach cancer, colorectal cancer, breast cancer, pancreatic cancer. And then we are launching the products for IBD. A lot of people get inflamed, uh, you know, inflammatory mm, bowel mm, disease, mm. and they don't know. So we are launching a 
test that will be able to detect and then tell you what to do about it, right? And that is our next part is to prevent the diseases from happening, diagnose them early while they're still curable. And then if you come to us late, then we actually working with pharma companies to find a cure for the diseases there has never been a cure for. So we're now working with GSK on developing a vaccine for autoimmune disease, a vaccine for colorectal cancer. And our yeah, goal is to, our goal, brother, is really to be able to identify the diseases before they become diseases. So we are now working on, do we have to wait until the cancer happens? So can we actually find pre-cancerous cells that are likely to become cancer and actually detect them so we can do something about it before you have cancer? And that is our next thing is to now detect colon polyps. So before you have colon cancer, you start developing mm, polyps. Mm. And can we get them removed before they become cancerous? Can we detect lesion in your mouth and throat before it becomes cancer so we can get that removed? Naveen, is there, is there a way for people to, maybe without even eating the food? I don't, okay, so let me, it's a couple part question. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I was going to ask you, um, when I'm looking at food, are the bacteria within me getting information, let's say, from my cells? Like I see of course. ice cream. Mm-hmm. So even before I eat the food, again, my saliva will be activated, but the bacteria in it will be activated and maybe informed by what I'm about to eat. And then when I put something in my mouth, I would guess that the bacteria in my mouth are communicating possibly through the vagus nerve or other means with bacteria in my gut or the whole tract to tell them what's coming. Do you think that's yeah. possible? Absolutely, 100%. That's the reason, by the way, a lot of the people who eat these artificial sweeteners, what happens is your sensors in your mouth start to tell the gut, hey, the, you know, the sweetest stuff is coming. Pancreas start to release a lot of insulin. Guess what happens? It goes down. There's nothing for insulin to do because there is no glucose. It's all artificial sweetener. And that's the reason the people who take artificial sweetener end up developing insulin resistance and diabetes because even though they're trying to prevent them by taking these artificial sweeteners. And that's the problem is that human body knows how to deal with the natural stuff, but doesn't know how to deal with unnatural stuff. So, I mean, you know, what would be really cool is right now, someone has to do a biome kit and send all this stuff in to see what foods mm-hmm. are good or not good for them. Mm-hmm. It may sound crazy, but is there a way for you to do a home test or some method where people can test at home so that they don't have to do all that or they can... Maybe it's not as accurate. Let's say like your test is 99% and at home they get 80%. Is there a way for someone to do like a quickie test even before they order from you to to inform what they do? Well, the point is someday it will happen because these technologies are getting, you know, smaller and smaller and are cheaper. And one day all of these things will get built into your toilet. So when you go to a poop, it will analyze your urine, it will analyze your poop, and it will tell you what's going on. And your app will tell, it will tell you, app, what, here is what's happening, and this is what you need to do. Your mirror will be analyzing your skin. Your tiles will be analyzing your sweat. It will be analyzing your weight. It will be analyzing, your Alexa is going to be analyzing your voice and saying, hey, looks to me you have depressed, here is what you should do. Right? So all mm-hmm. these things will eventually happen. Problem is, today... It's not that you can just do some test that's not accurate. What happens is you get completely wrong idea or you get one part of the puzzle. So you say, hey, I'm doing this breath test. It tells me what my carbon dioxide is. Based on that, it can tell me what to eat. It's like saying that, hey, I looked at the outside uh, and there are clouds. So I think it must be, that means I should eat red meat. I mean, it's just some voodoo shit. 
unless you actually know the things that you're going to be eating, how is that going to impact your body, how is it going to impact your inflammation, how it is going to help or hurt you, you shouldn't put anything in your body. This idea of guessing and simply try, you know, rather than testing, it needs to go away because otherwise we all think we are eating healthy and harming ourselves. Hmm. Interesting. So um, when someone orders the kit and they get it from you and then they, you know, they, they do the sampling and all that, they send it back. How long yeah. until they get their results? Have Seven you guys been working on? Seven days. Wow. You're like turning into the Amazon of microbiome because... Yeah, ninety nine places, ninety nine percent of places say like six to eight weeks, and they ask them, exactly. "Can you do any sooner?" They're like, "No." No, yeah. So we are doing that's a part. Of, and by the way, we, just to be very clear, we make zero money, zilch, on our testing. We are reducing our cost, and as our costs come down, we actually pass them on to our customers. So about a year, about when we started the company, it was nine hundred ninety five dollars. Year ago, we were selling it for three ninety nine. Then we brought down two ninety nine, one ninety nine. Now it's selling for one forty nine. So as our costs come down, we pass it on to our customers. Why are we doing it? Is because this is a purpose for us. We are a mission driven company. We're not trying to make money from this. We're simply trying to do the good. And we know if we do the data that we actually understand what is causing people to have diseases will allow us to develop a diagnostic test, allow us to come up with a cure for these diseases. And those things may actually make money. Right. So the idea is to actually get the customer to benefit from not getting sick. And while we are doing it, to actually understand what is causing people to have diseases. So people who come to us late, we can still diagnose them early. Yeah, no, that's excellent. And again, the food, it, alone is, food alone is not enough. People have to remember, sometimes you can't eat enough food uh, to get all the nutrients your body needs. And that's the reason supplements that you know, are very necessary because... For example, strawberry. Strawberry has a good stuff like fisetin, and it also has the chemicals that are highly uh, histamine sensitive. So if you have high histamine, you'll say, hey, don't take a strawberry, but you do need fisetin. We'll put that in your uh, supplement. Or you need a lot of antioxidant and you can't eat five pounds of blueberry every day. So we'll take a blueberry extract and put them in your supplement. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, you've got your process like really optimized. What? Um, so right now I can order a kit, put my yeah. stuff in it, and literally in seven days I'll get food recommendations. Like what? What else will I get back and in what yeah. format? What does it look like when I do this yeah. work? So basically, you open up an app. It tells you first of all what is going on in your body, and it gives you all the detailed health insight. I just tell you that your biological age, your immune health, your gut health, your oral health, your heart health, your brain health, and on and on and on. And all the deep inside 400 schools. And then it tells you what to do about it. Take these foods and, he, and here is why you need to eat them. Don't take these foods and here is why you, don't, you should be taking them. Here are the supplements that your body needs, right? And the best I can tell you is, you know, best satisfaction I got I mean, was my mom. I finally convinced my mom about six months ago to do the test because, you know, mom said, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't understand this. And then she got her onto a supplement regimen. She called me about I think two, three weeks ago and said, you know, Naveen, I was with my lung doctor and he told me no longer I needed uh, an inhaler because my lung is perfect. And by the way, I, I used to always have constipation and I, I never have a digestive issue anymore. I'm regular. And wow. she said, now I'm walking. I have more energy and I'm doing more things than I ever did. 
And I was thinking, oh my God, mom, if that's the only thing I achieved, that gives me so much happiness. That's really cool. That's amazing. You know. So what do you, uh, again, what do you think is, um, is happening when, when you have too much of this or too much of that or not enough of this? Is it just, there's not enough bacteria in your body that can produce the metabolites you need, or there's too many that are overproducing the metabolites you need, or are you just yeah, feeding the existing ones the wrong way? Like, what do you think is really happening? All of all of the above, right? So if you have this stuff and you're feeding them wrong thing, they're producing the wrong thing and they're causing inflammation. Ultimately, the chronic inflammation is a root cause of chronic diseases, right? So if you have inflammation in your gut, inflammation, things like what causes inflammation in the gut is like things like LPS, lipopolysaccharide. They start to make the gut inflame and now this stuff goes into your blood. And when it goes into the blood, because you have a leaky gut, now your whole immune system is reacting and you have a chronic inflammation. And now you start to develop all of these diseases because now your whole body is dysfunctional because your immune system is all in causing a lot of inflammation. And that means your mm. organs are getting destroyed. Interesting. Uh, so you have, have to you... eat the right food and have the right prebiotics to feed the current stuff and have a probiotic to create the new stuff, put the new stuff in your body. Yeah. Hmm. Have you had any uh, any like extreme cases where, you know, uh, I don't know, the person really was on like death's door and you helped them, you know, like anyone like, you know, maybe someone that's super old or someone that was in just absolute horrible shape? Lots and lots of them. So if you just go to com slash my story, you can see people in their own words, people who thought they were just so sick and they were throwing up all the time. And this woman says, and I was eating healthy every day. And it turned out after I did the test, the things that I was eating thinking were healthy were actually the things that were harming me. And when I stopped eating them, I got better. And no doctor believed me that they all thought it was in my mind. People send us this story that like my daughter had eczema all her life and it's completely gone. And one guy made a whole sculpture for us because he said, I want to thank you. This is what I do. <laughs> uh, one of the investor's daughter, honestly, had acne for eight years and she tried wow. everything. Her acne is gone and they ended up investing in a company. That's really cool. So what, um, what insights have you gotten into the microbiome itself that you think, you know, the ones you can say that no one else seems to be talking about or no one else seems to be oh. realizing are important? Oh, well, I can give you several examples. The thing that surprised okay. us most is that how your microbiome is actually converting the stuff into hormones that we didn't think the microbiome ever did. So we see the production of things like testosterone being produced by microbiome. And it's like mind-boggling to me that I never thought this stuff would get produced by microbiome. The microbiome is, in fact, one of the things that we found really interesting was in people who are vegan, we saw their microbiome was able to convert the carbohydrates into amino acids that could become part of the protein. It's like, who would have ever thought that microbiome would digest fiber, the carbohydrates, and convert them into uh, basically uh, uh, essential elements for protein? Huh. So the microbes can do what our body cannot. It can take That's right. elements of Absolutely. carbohydrates and change them so that they're used in the protein cycle or used actually yes. as protein? Yes, yes. And that's wow. really interesting is because microbes are there for every purpose. Remember, these guys grow everywhere. They are able to convert the, you know, they use the for oil cleanup. They can eat the oil and actually create something else. 
they can, you know, people are using these microbes for everything because they grow everywhere. They survive everywhere. They actually learn to eat whatever is there. You need to get the microbes that can like, you know, eat candy bars and turn them into, uh, you know, kale, kale and broccoli and stuff like that inside our bodies. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, the, you know, as I said to me, there is no such thing as universal healthy food. However, mm-hmm. there is such a thing called universal unhealthy food, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. The, the sugar and the fried food happen to be one of those things that's just not good for anyone. Right? Wow. No, this is really cool. I mean, it's very, very cool that you're Thanks, you're man. really avant-garde with this. Again, I've spoken to, you know, there was a company, I'm not going to name them, but there was a company that's, I don't even think they exist anymore. I, mm-hmm. I've been testing my microbiome for probably like 10 years. And back in the day, what I used to do is I would test it, send it in. Yep. Again, like eight weeks later, I get this report with all these bacteria names and that, that was it. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Exactly. And by the way, that is exactly the problem was every company was simply looking at what bacteria is there. And we actually tell you what they are doing so we can fix it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So what do they call? Uh, is that the company no, went no. actually company committed fraud and they were go, they are all now fugitive a company called Ubio. Which is well, what, what do you call the the all the metabolites produced by our microbiome in a certain area. What is that called? Is that uh, they met- metabolites? They call metabolites. They call metabolites, but the action of producing them is there a name for that? I think I'm forgetting oh, it, what it is. Uh, the action of producing them is uh, you know is, is metabolization. You, you can call them. I mean, it's metabolization actually. Okay, so you're looking at not only what's there. Like, you know, a lot of companies talk about diversity, which really doesn't tell me much. Like, okay, if yeah. I've got 46 species versus yeah, 29 species, who cares? Like, you know, you're looking at the metabolites they actually produce and the substances they consume and how yeah. that will either help us or not help us. That's exactly correct. So we are looking at what genes they're expressing and based on that, what metabolites they're going to be producing. So we can actually now see, is it good or bad? And if it is bad, then you want to produce less of it. And if it is good, you want to produce more of it. Is that called metagenomics? Metagenomics is simply about looking at the DNA of the organism and all that tells you is who is there, but not what they are doing. Metatranscriptomics tells you what they are doing. Okay, so through metagenomics, you can infer that, okay, this bacteria can make this this short-chain fatty acid, for instance. Or or making this short-chain fatty, not can make, is making, because transcripts actually are the expression, Mm. right? Metagenomics tells you what they can do. Transcriptomics tells you what they are doing. Oh, great. That's a, that's a good clarification. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Very, very interesting. Well, Naveen, is, you know, I, I could talk to you for a long, a long time about this. This is really cool what you're doing, frankly. It's, it's amazing. Thanks um, a lot, brother. Again, I really it, appreciate it. Yeah, and my direct experience, far more advanced than, than other companies I've spoken to. How can people, you know, start the process with you? How do they find out more? How do they order the kit? How do they get started? Yeah, so they need to go to viome.com. And by the way, I can't pronounce the word viome. So it's V as in Victor, I-O-M-E.com. So go to viome.com, order the kit, and then seven days later, you will get the results. Follow your food recommendations, order your supplements, and watch your life get changed. That's a great summary. Well, Naveen, thank you so much for coming. And, uh, you know, in X number of months, I'd like to have you back and talk about what's new. Absolutely. New will keep coming. Absolutely, brother. Look forward to it. And thank you very much for hosting me. And, uh, and best of luck for all your audience. Don't forget, before you go, use code genius at viome.com for an additional $20 off your health intelligence test and get started on your health journey with the right foods, supplements, 
and probiotics and prebiotics for your unique biology. Get a deeper look within with Viome's health intelligence test. Viome, you decoded. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.